a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. And we hate Larry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Welcome to the fourth anniversary episode of We Hate Movies. Can you guys believe that that shit's going on? Hey, what? That's right. <laughs> right. And the first half of this episode is going to be a clip show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we really padded this one out. Uh, With all of our hijinks through the years, you know? <laughs> oh, but Eric, you've never been to the mall. Yeah. Wait, or have I? Let's throw to the clip. <laughs> At one point, there's going to be a montage using Green Day's Time of Your Life. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not going to happen. We're here today to talk about Jingle All the Way to from 2014. Uh, it's directed by some guy. I didn't write it down. That's how much disrespect I have for this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's somebody. I'll look it up at some point. But uh, here we his are. His name might be Alex. It's Alex. Alex that's something. Alex something. We'll get to it. But here's one thing to get us uh, starting now. I have four people in my apartment. I got to move so I can see everybody. There we go. <laughs> well, especially with this crowd. <laughs> You might want to get on, up on a, on an escalator to see these kids. Hey, you might want to switch your eyeballs to panoramic. <laughs> your living room is not in widescreen. <laughs> uh, wow, what was I even saying? It just you get right into those Larry impressions, man. You come out of those up tempo numbers. Uh, oh, that's what I was gonna you gotta say. Talk about a fucking dog dying. <laughs> it's just a dog. Where are those pictures I was supposed to see? Oh, that's what I was going to say, is never did I think I'd be watching a movie and just sitting there going, where's Sinbad? Where's Sinbad? Where's anybody? I mean, you... Yes, where is anybody? <laughs> anybody other than Larry the Cable Yo, Guy? No, I agree with you, yes. <laughs> where, yeah, where's anybody? I mean, you do long for the capable hands of Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger to guide you through this comedy. What do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger thought when he heard that this was happening? He do you think he even know. knows? No, he doesn't, he doesn't know. know. <laughs> he doesn't know that this exists. Oh, no, I Steve, think... are you still trying to look up this director's name because you don't know how to use a cell phone? Come on. Alex Zam. There we go. You created this, Alex Zam. Alex Zam. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he's... I think he's really... 
thrilled to be above a project at this point. Above a project? Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Oh, we... Did anyone see that, like, Trespass or whatever? Oh, what, sabotage. 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 That was a terrible film. Sabotage is terrible, but it's, like, funny terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That Muriel Enos is in that movie. She'll never have a career. I no. Think. I feel like it's just the killing and nothing else. <clears throat> she was okay as Brad Pitt's wife in World War Z. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't know. <laughs> I bet she'll pop up in something, and you'll be like, "Yeah, okay." Are we talking about? Is it the uh, that movie with the bridge? They're gonna cross the bridge into Mexico. No, no, is no, that no, no, no. That's the last stand. That's yeah. last year. This was this year, and it's him, and it's um. Oh, where his unit gets burned. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, the, the guy from The Lost is in it. Terrence Howard's in it. What? Oh man, I just totally skipped that one, huh? It's David Ayer. It's it's something. My unit was burned. Oh, it's <laughs> Mr. Suicide Squad himself? It, it, yes, Mr. Erection is what I you call it. You have too him. much Viagra there, Arnold? <laughs> man, Larry the Cable Guy's stand-up is like 30% fart jokes and 70% talking about Viagra. That... Talking about Viagra probably in like 2012. Yeah. Hey, a lot of retard jokes. Love messing with the retards. It's un. It's unbelievable. You know, you know, we're not we're not making fun of Larry to that degree. We're saying the R word there because that's what he says in his stand up routine. Oh no! And I don't I just know want to what's put that worse. out there. That that that's not an embellishment. Here's the thing. Here's here's what I'm curious about. What do you think is worse, Larry the Cable Guy's stand up? Or the waves of thunderous applause and hyena cackling that accompanies every joke that he tells. The audiences in these amphitheaters. Because if if every joke bombed, that would be a fascinating special to watch. (laughs) Y'all sure are quiet out there. It ain't cool. It it really ain't cool, man. Give me something. I'm dying up here. I can keep putting buttons on this. I can say, I'll tell you what. Or I can say, that's all right over there. Randy, stop making the special. Cut it off. Turn off the camera. Why don't you turn it off the camera? The lights are in my eyes. The lights are in my eyes. And then that is released. The entire thing of him (laughs) pleading. And it's somehow on DVD. And he's just going crazy. Like, that's the end of it. Is he goes crazy. He just called Larry the Cable Guy the final act. And it's a, it's a, it's a hologram cover on the DVD of a curtain closing. <laughs> Why does Hair Cable Guy run amok? <laughs> Excellent Rainer Werner Fassbender reference while talking about Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy, closing night. <laughs> Oh, man. Anything to talk about Jingle All the Way, too, huh? Yeah, it's just, I mean, what the fuck's the point? <laughs> and and why, why even make it a sequel? You just know, it's call just, it Larry's yeah. Fart and Sleigh Ride Adventure. What? No one is going to be like, oh, my God, we're adding on to the Jingle All the Way franchise. Because all you do is work up expectations that are not paid off. Cool Christmas was right there. Yeah. <laughs> K-E-W-L Christmas. Hey, cool Christmas. Like, anything. Any play off of that. Real quick around the horn. What in the food chain of movies, what's higher? What, therefore, what is better? Being in an like ABC family or... You know, a TV Christmas movie right. or a direct DVD Christmas movie. 
Like oh, what? What's what's stronger? I, I don't know. I feel like more people watch the the TV well, ones. More people, yeah. I think, are watching. More the people TV get, ones. The, and you got both markets there. You can mm-hmm. you, people are going to watch you on TV when you have the movie, and then they're going to buy the DVD of the TV movie. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one from last Christmas. Let's pick it up at Walmart. Oh, mm-hmm. it's three dollars. Why not? <laughs> they're always three. I think the sale starts at three dollars. It's like, oh, grandma doesn't give a shit what you get, and then that's what you <laughs> you give it to your grandmother. Oh my God, that poor grandmother. If you give, if a grandmother got Jingle all the way too. Maybe she shouldn't have been so shitty to her grandchildren her whole life. <laughs> well, or then she wouldn't be getting Jingle all the way too. Or it's in one of those four packs where it's like shitty movie, shitty Lindsay Lohan movie, <laughs> shitty Carson Daly movie, and then like Bernie by Richard Linklater. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be right because they always have because it's always got to be the four pack, and they always mess it up. So they never have enough movies to complete the four pack. So mm-hmm. it would be Jingle All the Way one and two, and then two other shitty Christmas movies thrown in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. One Magic Christmas is probably oh, in there. Maybe like a dog adventure. <laughs> like yeah, oh, definitely a dog Christmas movie. Well, Cousin Eddie's fucking island, whatever the hell. One of the Christian-ish things that Rob Lowe did in like the early two thousands. Geez, aren't we happy he's back to you know being good again? Those that was a low time yeah. for Rob Lowe. That was a long <laughs> and low road. Hey, Grandma, I'm spending Christmas with you because nobody likes you. I guess everyone else left after dinner, but you it's just you and Larry for the rest of the night. See, what I love about that is he's painting the the woman as being the loser, and he he's, but it's like no one's with him either. <laughs> Well, Santino, the wrestler, is with him, right? Or San- S- Santino sounds like a magician. I don't know. Whatever this dude's <laughs> the name great is. great Santini? No. Oh, Santini was the, was the magician or a fictitious magician. <laughs> I think Santino is the wrestler's okay. or the, the dude's wrestler character well, name. Either way, they both produce magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, yeah, this guy, he's just Larry's buddy. Here's the thing with Larry the Cable Guy movies. I never understand two things in every single one of them. <laughs> How it is he has any best buds whatsoever, and he's always got a best bud yeah. or two, and how does he always have a sexually attractive ex-wife? I, well, it, like, what was he doing five years ago that was so different than now that made him attractive to this woman? That's I, I want to say it's probably like a uh, a Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn uh, overboard situation, <laughs> yes. right? Where like this woman fell off a tractor or something. <laughs> and I got nabbed a one. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you're my wife. Uh, she and, don't know nothing. She don't know any better yeah and then five years go by right and then she remembers and she's like oh larry we have to get divorced you tricked me see what i always assume is that like you know 10 years ago he looked like a cast member from true blood and then all of a sudden like his sister or brother died and the depression hit him and that's what all the dude that physique is a little more than 10 years in the making. That's something that's... If you that's really set- worked at it. I yeah. mean, if it's yeah. all cheese doodles and Twinkies. This is also one of the saddest movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's really sad. It's it's appallingly <laughs> sad because it's about this guy who, you know, it, you know, it broken home. He's, he's, he's a good dad. Surprisingly, he's a good dad. I thought he, he is a good dad. I thought he was going to be a piece of shit dad. Like Arnold, Schwar- Arnold Schwarzenegger was a piece of shit dad. Yeah. Big oh, time yeah. piece of shit dad in the first jingle all the way. Yeah. Larry the Cable Guy, not so much. Actually, if it- shut up outside with the honking. <laughs> Trying to talk about Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, no, he's like very compassionate, like clearly is involved in his daughter's life. But he's life. also stupid. You know, and you can't get around that because he's... Can't like, fix stupid. <laughs> broke forever. Because, you know, yeah, he cares about his daughter, but he also makes irresponsible decisions on her behalf. Like Twinkies for breakfast? Yes. 
he's like eating Cheetos while they're ice fishing. And she's like, I don't want a Cheeto for breakfast. And he's like, oh, Cheetos aren't for breakfast. Twinkies are for breakfast. <laughs> I was like, this little girl's going to be dead before I, high school. She's disappointed that she was given a piece, this little piece of garbage for breakfast. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, what's the matter? That's a Twinkie. Yeah, you what's don't... a matter? That's a Twinkie. You don't insult Twinkies in the presence of Larry the Cable Guy. It's just like Pop-Tart. Just eat it up. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> then he morphed into a goblin. <laughs> That's how I see him every time. It's I... just like this fat goblin who's yelling at people. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy in Fat Goblin. It's his I new mean, Halloween special. I love it. We do have to take a second to at least acknowledge that no one's seen this movie ever because it came out four days ago. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie is about Larry... Larry the Cable Guy plays Larry, who is a divorced dad whose daughter is uh, has a, a, st- a new stepfather who's the richest guy in town, and he's trying to outdo this guy by getting her a stuffed teddy bear, which is the jingle all the way hook. Right. Ugh, man, hook, I guess. But, yeah, the difference being, though, in the first movie, you have the great rivalry of yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. It's one of the greatest Christmas rivalries on the record. <laughs> and you also got Phil Hartman as the wild card in there. Exactly. Like, you've got things going for you while watching You got movie. Jim Belushi in a cameo. I was expect. I was waiting for, like, yeah. you, you, just something. You blow something. your money on Larry, which is fine. I mean, you've you got a really paltry budget. Uh, this is a WWE Films, by the way. I don't know if we've mentioned that yet. Yeah, it's their first foray into Christmas movies, I think. You know what I should never have to watch? Their dumb logo come up while Christmas music's jingle jangling on my screen. Very uncomfortable. Stick to horror movies, please. Oh, you mean the opening song by the Ryan Seltzer Orchestra? Because <laughs> it's a really bad spin, uh, Man, swing yeah, cover. We just love, like, rockabilly Christmas music. God, I hate that shit. Run, run, Rudolph! All that garbage. It's a Christmas time, baby. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> skiddly bop, deep. You know Christmas I mean? is here. Here's the thing about those types of songs. It's Christmas time, baby. You know, it's like, sure, it's Christmas, but you still might get laid. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's there is that subgenre of we might be fucking on Christmas. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But so this is like, you got to stay cool, man, because you might be getting it wet over the holidays. That's going to be my ABC Family Christmas movie. It's getting called it wet over the holidays. <laughs> Steven Sadak and Condoms on Christmas. <laughs> so it's a Christian film? Well, it's a bit of both. It's like, you know. Well, I guess kinda, it wouldn't be. It would be the, the anti-Christian well, film. Yeah, unless they're burning a box of condoms. Wait. That's the opening shot. <laughs> it's the movie Trojan Horse set over Christmas. I mean, that's really all it is. <laughs> Trojan Wars. Trojan Wars. I apologize. Oh, that's a movie. Yeah. yeah. It's with a Will Friedel from Boy Meets World and Jennifer Love Hewitt. And the whole thing is like he spends the whole night trying to find a condom and things keep getting in his see, way. I think at one point he's kidnapped in that oh movie. Oh, God. But see, it's Christmas. So shouldn't it be like condoms off Christmas? <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve say like in a condoms off Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what are you doing in this movie? Well, we don't to, want to discuss that. I'm trying to find a condom on Christmas, oh, oh, and all oh, the oh. stores are closed. Oh, I see. So, you know, because everyone's good. with their families, and I'm a sexual degenerate. <laughs> that would be the movie. Somehow you make your way to a soup kitchen. <laughs> I swore this would be the last place I checked. Oh. I buy a condom off a homeless person. <laughs> and its sequel, uh. Bareback on New Year's. <laughs> I just love that you're doing this on Jesus' birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
Uh, so what else we got? He's living in a trailer. So he's always living in a trailer. The point I was trying to get by talking about the greatest Christmas Christmas rivalry of all time, sure, uh, is you miss that in this movie because the 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 stepdad. The whole thing is the stepdad engineers this plan where he has one of his minions buy all of these teddy bears from all the toy stores. So at no point until the third act does Larry ever know what's going on. So there's no, like, we're fighting in toy stores. There's all sorts of hijinks, like in the first movie. There's one Black Friday-esque kind of thing. I think he gets stepped on a little bit. Like, the the first story goes to, like, everyone's in a line and everyone charges, but then it's like, oh, wait, that guy just bought all those toys, so that's it. Yeah, that's the end of it. There's no one fighting... Man, the laundry list that we've been making of our hopes and our dreams. Uh, I, I'm not crying. I was burping. There's a difference there. Um, I was crying. What, what we wanted to be in this movie, I think like two of them happened. He almost shits his pants. Like, that's one. You know, but that happens four times, to be fair. <laughs> All right. So that's an X4. All right. Well, because we didn't really take into account how little money they were going to spend on this. That's true. That's true. That was kind of the that that was the you know the pink elephant in the room. Do you think that the budget for this movie got slashed because Vince McMahon's wife kept wasting all those millions of dollars on those failed political efforts? <laughs> that I hope so. <laughs> that is the best joke of the new millennium. Is that that woman's political career and just Yikes. like dumping all that dirty money on nothing? Oh yeah, that dirty sweaty wrestling money. <laughs> For nothing and nobody for 14% of the vote or whatever it was. Uh, no, that probably didn't happen. But that's the thing, though. Like, come on. Pump some money into this thing. You're a billionaire, Vince McMahon. At least the first movie was – it was way more fun than this. There yes, was more made, stuff going around. It had the money in, in play. It made <laughs> sense. Like, okay, in the first one, it's like a superhero-type character. Right. There's a huge – huge industry built around this character right yeah in this it's a fucking teddy bear that talks and it's not even built up the same way you don't get like all the like the the tv representation you don't get the you don't get the notion that this is a nationwide phenomenon right where is the franchise for this bear right where's the cartoon show where's the movie coming out money money (laughs) all these things we can't afford to do but it's it's also that fucking small town thing because he doesn't go to like a KB Toys or a Toys R Us. It's all like Frank's Toy Outlet or some shit like that. He keeps going to one toy store that just has like the the Toy Story font totally ripped off on yep. their sign. Toy Traders. That's the main one. That's a weird. I don't want to go to a place where it's toy trading. Wait, wait. That means I could swap toys for new toys, right? Yeah. It's maybe. like a barter system. We're that, we're that country. We're th- <laughs> Currency you, ain't allowed here. I'll give you a couple pelts for that Harrison bear. Harrison the bear. Oh, man. Nah. So the, the, the first scene is him going ice fishing with his daughter. He drops her off at her mansion because yeah. her stepfather is the owner of the Baxter Box Corporation, which we're told makes you a billionaire because, you know, all that online retail. Guess what? Amazon has its own box company. Yeah. It, well, like, Amazon makes its own boxes. Like, I, I know that for a fact. What are talking about? Box companies? A box magnate? I wrote down box magnate, question mark, frowny emoticon. <laughs> Come on, a box millionaire. He's a Van Houten. Like yeah. it's it's a cracker yes. factory. That's all it is. Your this dude's ma- a big player down at the cracker if factory. If you make six digits, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> no, this guy is a gajillionaire. Yeah. He's got the biggest house in the world. He's making fake snow. He's <laughs> buying ten thousand dollars on a Christmas tree. How can you even do that? <laughs> like 
Who do you have to contact to get a $10,000 Christmas tree? Maybe he called Rockefeller Center and was like, you're the only person I know that does this. Uh, how do you do it? Where do you get this tree from? I feel like that's when like, the DEA needs to step and be like, what's in this tree? What are you hiding in this tree? Or you work at a box factory. How are you affording a $10,000 Christmas tree? Also, why you're pointing out the idea of online retail, and then you're going to make the movie about not ever, you know, like having to run around on foot like you did in Jingle All the Way. <laughs> yeah, this movie ignores the internet until the last 10 minutes of the movie. And then it's just like a one-off line or something. And right? they all have smartphones. Every yeah. one of them is using a smartphone. you got to set this movie in 1993. It's a pre- It's got to be a prequel to Jingle Remember, All the Way. We actually said, is this going to be a period piece? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's not. 2014! At the very least, they have to be T-Mobile flip phones. Like yeah. it, it can't be a fucking interface. You can't be touching shit. Well, no. Larry's got to have a burner at the very least. Because yes. this guy's he doesn't have a home. Right. He's got a trailer. He has got no credit whatsoever. And also, he doesn't want that <laughs> meth coming back to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is it he doesn't encounter some sort of like forest meth head? Right? Like that's oh, it's my next door neighbor T Bone, and the like the dude who played Skinny Pete comes out. <laughs> Couldn't afford Badger. No, 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 no. It's only Skinny Pete. That would have been a cameo I would have liked. Um, One of my favorite things early on in this movie is it's right before they go ice fishing. She's trying to wake him up, and it's one of the several times Larry just sleeps in, and he keeps hitting the snooze button, and the girl's pissed off because it's like 6 a.m. She wants to go ice fishing, and she holds this pillow up, and I was like, oh, no. She's going to strangle her own father, <laughs> smother him. How cool would that be, smothering Larry the Cable Guy? You <laughs> promised me fishing. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Sorry, Dad, I had to get it done. Get it done. <laughs> and then, and then he's, it's, he wouldn't be playing chess with death. <laughs> no. what, would, what would he play with? Hungry, hungry Connect hippos? four. Connect four. <laughs> Checkers is too advanced. He'd play, he'd play Connect Four with the Reaper and then claim the Reaper cheated. Hey, you cheated. I don't All know right. what's up them robes. All right, I get a second chance. Uno. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing all that math in that Uno. That game sounds like a Hispanic game. <laughs> I ain't going south of the border with the Reaper. I'll tell you what. I ain't playing Uno. What does it come with a taco? Oh, he's the worst. So, yeah, so this stepfather's really rich, and it's clear, like, Larry's going to be fighting with this guy for competition. It's kind of the same exact thing that happens in Tooth Fairy 2. Yeah. It, it, Isn't there very, a stepfather in that movie, there's too? There's a dude, that, there's a guy that's well, very no rich. Kid. No, in, in that one, it's a guy that's going to be... Go, the, oh, going yeah. after the ex-wife or yes. ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. So it's the same thing. It's Larry the Cable Guy... It's snobs versus slobs. Always. You know, just f- fighting back against but the 1%. This one is even more so that working class angle because right. it's he, everyone's impossibly rich and Larry's impossibly poor in this movie. <laughs> it's so weird. At, at least the other one, you know, Tooth Fairy 2, there was right. a little more of a... You get a vibe of the town being middling. Right. <laughs> but we have a little bit more of we're not monsters in this movie because... He's not really necessarily evil as much as he's just a creep. Larry? This, this, no, the stepfather. <laughs> the stepfather. I mean, I mean Larry's always creep. a creep. But yes. like the stepfather's a super creep in this movie, though. It's like, I'm going to buy my little girl's love. 
it's terrifying. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's great. Like, people that step up and are real good stepdads, hats off to you. You know what I mean? Like, really. They're love- out there. They are out step-dads, there. Stepdads, stepmoms. That's a real thing. Loving the kid and doing the whole thing. But, like, being really into it and being real excited about it and, like, really trying to win somebody over and, like, getting upset when the girl wants to see her real dad. It gets a bit weird, everybody. Due to absolute yeah. power corrupts absolutely. And that's what's happening in Jingle All the Way too. Yeah. That's the lesson. <laughs> Got that tattooed on my ass. Hey, I'm Larry the Fable Guy. <laughs> that's stupid. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to everything else. Uh, you could probably uh, put Sin Tzu's, uh Art of War all over his back if you wanted. You get the whole thing on there. <laughs> Annotated in Japanese and English. I'm a secret samurai at night. <laughs> You thought all samurais had to be in shape. Well, look at this. <laughs> I mean, Holly, how did he not do Beverly Hills Ninja 2? When is that happening? You hear about There's that? a franchise that needs to be resurrected. <laughs> you hear about that 47 Ronin? Well, I'm 470 pound Ronin. <laughs> oh, so we meet the, the ex-wife. Yeah. The mother of this child. Impossibly good looking. Super sweet lady. How on earth? Again, it's an overboard situation. She fell off a tractor and forgot everything. Well, no, she's a, like a Patricia Arquette in boyhood. Like, she just keeps on picking the wrong guy. Yeah. You're- <laughs> like, every fucking time, man. First, you start off with Larry. Mm-hmm. You let him impregnate you. <laughs> yeah, whoops. And then you go on to this creep. Yeah, this guy's drinking at the at the dinner table, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, he's the guy who's getting that huge handle of tequila in case company comes on the weekend. After he's referred to as dad, too, which oh. he is. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, man. Just get over it. Like, unless dad one is a real scumbag that you don't want in your life anymore. Yeah. You got to ex- accept that it's dad, too. Like, you're going to have to split that shit. Be the and best dad, too, you can be. Exactly. And with Larry, it's just a matter of time until she cuts ties. No, exactly. Yeah. So just be the backup for a while, man. Ex- <laughs> well, th- th- yeah, you, teenage years are, that's your time to shine because it's going to be like, oh, man, I slept through your graduation. <laughs> or who's that boy you hanging out with? Or any of that shit. Yeah. And then, oh, it's placing your favorite so well. Like, no matter what, you're great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just have to show up. But then at the same time, Dad too in those teenage years might be hitting on her teenage friends. Yeah, it's a big problem. Because this guy is a real creep. Well, I think Dad one in this case would do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those two cancel each other out. Well, no, he. I mean, as always, he's always asexual for the most part. Hey, yeah. cool! I don't like nobody. <laughs> yeah. He's just like nothing. Like nothing phases. Like a couple of them, like. A hit on him and he's like, all right, and nothing happens. Like, he's not looking for anybody. No, I like, when he f- goes, he takes them like Christmas tree shopping. He takes the daughter Christmas tree yeah, shopping. Right. And this babe walks out and is selling these Christmas trees and she's wearing like a low cut shirt, the whole thing. And you expect him to be like, oh, look at those bazongas. <laughs> and he's like, hey, well, will you help me find a Christmas tree, please? Oh, thank you very much. I'll be on my way now. Like, there's nothing. Like, where's the drooling? Where's the jaw dropping? Where's the hey, cooling? At, at these ladies, you're. Right. I've never thought about that, but he is totally asexual. Well, because he's a cartoon character. Like, you know, you can't imagine Donald Duck with an erection, so you can't imagine Larry with an erection. <laughs> can't I? <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't I, do, Steve. He's like a, he's, he might be like a food sexual. I'm a foodie. Get out of here, woman. <laughs> I'm gonna have sex with a Twinkie. <laughs> he's got a blow up Twinkie. <laughs> What's the name of that little Twinkie character? He's the little cowboy. <laughs> 
I don't remember. I don't know, but I fucked. (laughs) Well, because I'm saying that's like a personified Twinkie. You know, if you really wanted to. And it's also a cartoon, so. There you go. If you had to put a face on it. That's (laughs) that's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Just just, just, uh, pleasuring yourself to cartoons. Gross. gross. It's a thing that happens, but it's really gross. Yeah. Uh, there's also the awkward, like, encounter in the driveway, Ugh. you know, like the old, like, we're talking in the driveway, I guess you can come into the house yeah. kind of a thing, but they're just getting back from their honeymoon. Like, yeah. he's been watching his kid while they're away, wherever, having a great time, and he's like, oh, yeah, remember our honeymoon? Sizzler in a movie. You're like, God damn it, dude, really? And she's Yeah, like, they were coming back from St. Croix or something. Yeah. And she's all like, I'm benign. Like, why would you have ever been with this dude if he was like, hey, honeymoon, sizzler time. But getting to the honeymoon point means that you agreed and then went through with marrying him in the first place. And assumedly you dated him. You went out in public with him. That's why I have to imagine it's a shotgun wedding. I have to imagine it's, it's a shotgun wedding. It's like a knocked up situation. They were just that's what a shotgun wedding is. Well, yeah. I mean, but like one time, you only did it one. Oh, time. oh, you're referring to knocked up the yeah. movie? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was <laughs> a crazy wild night after a barn burner or whatever happened. Maybe it was like after the high high school football team like won the pennant or she something. She tried E the first time because I'm trying to give you all the credit I can, lady. <laughs> and then somehow you're impregnated by Larry the Cable Guy, and your life is over with. For a fashion. <laughs> Until you can successfully divorce him. He was saying something in the movie about how he makes like all his payments for the kid. How? With well, what? He's, he's a part-time he's, trucking gig? He's bragging about having a part-time job in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's a trucker, but only part-time. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, like truck, You can make a, a good amount of money trucking, but sure you, gotta, you, can. you gotta do it. You, you I don't have even know to what, do it. I don't even know what part-time trucking is. You only take, you only take the load halfway. <laughs> yeah, you just leave it somewhere. Is that what he calls just driving his truck? I think <laughs> part-time so. Part-time trucking? <laughs> Part, part-time of the day, I like to take a drive in my truck. <laughs> See what, see what happens. My Dodge truck. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Big time. Big old letters. You have to imagine, though, that that's, it's pretty um, like culturally deaf, right? Like at a, This movie's coming out at a time where there are people that will kill for employment. Yeah. yeah. You know what's great? Part-time. I could be a full-time trucker, but nope. <laughs> I want to hang out with my kids and eat tacos. <laughs> and, and that's how poor he is. And Victor even has his own chef. Apparently, they yeah. they allude to in a line of dialogue, it's like Chef Joseph or something like that. Like she's a, the the kid's gonna hang out with him. Where is the money to pay like even the lowest ranking celebrity chef to be that <laughs> chef? Right, like the most hated person from Top Chef. Like, give them ten thousand dollars to come in for a scene. Like, Why not? Those really sad. The first rounders, the guys who could cut the first episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. But that's the thing is also this house, by the way, we only we don't see any of that because we only see the, the front yard and the vestibule. Like mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Because this is I think this is like Vince McMahon's house that he was away for two weeks. <laughs> like fine, you can do it there and left. We're <laughs> <laughs> not going to any of the back rooms. Yeah. Don't go to my tape room. <laughs> Stay out of the library. It's not what you think it is. It's not what I think it is. <laughs> Pretty sure it's exactly what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so they're fighting over, you know, who's going to have the kid on Christmas or whatever. And the stepdad makes a big stink about, like, having the kid on Christmas versus Christmas Eve. And he's really weird about it because yeah. the, the wife, whose decision it is, her, it's, it's up to her and Larry 
to be like, okay, I'll take him on Christmas Eve. You take him on Christmas Day, and it's like it works out. They're gonna have him have her Christmas Eve, and he's gonna have her Christmas Day. And this guy's like, but honey, and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are you? What? What? Why? Just, what? just. Just do what they say. Like, just do what they're asking yeah, you. Yeah, appa- apparently that you know they've been separated for years, and they switch off those two days every year. And it so happens this is a Larry year. <laughs> yeah, and what we're I calling mean, Larry years. <laughs> hey, it's the year of the Larry. He's got a. I think Dad too's got to honor that a little bit because you, have, you absolutely yeah, have. It's, to. He's, he's, he's been, a cool cucumber in this situation. You want points? Chill out. Yeah, that's exactly what it has to be. And they do this thing where it's like, oh, cool, we'll split Christmas too. So like, she's gonna be there half on Christmas. By the way, whoever gets Christmas afternoon into evening, that's the dud, right? That's <laughs> that you lose Christmas. Yeah, you want the morning. You want Santa came, all that shit. Nobody right? gives a shit about Christmas dinner. Like, does <laughs> anyone really? Like, everyone's just tired and over it by that point. Exactly. <laughs> that's it's like true. we open presents. Christmas Eve's a big deal. Yeah. 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 Christmas morning's a big deal. Right. After Christmas morning, we're done. No, we're give all... me some pie. Let me take a shit and go to bed. <laughs> exactly. <We're... laughs> Someone's just watching Commando, drinking a beer. Oh, that's with the sirens out here. Just I'm sure it's an it, emergency. Let it burn down or whatever that. Oh, it will. <laughs> Someone's you know you're just sitting on the couch drinking beer, not talking to your relatives. You just want to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're just done with it by that point. And Larry knows that. Yes. He's like, ah, hey, cool. Christmas <laughs> di- you know, uh, yeah, exactly. you're all re- you're all just watching the fucking third time a Christmas tale or a Christmas story is on TV. Mm. People just love that movie. 24, 24 hours of a Christmas story. Hey, cool. You think we'll ever get to a point like cable is so dying, it's on like its last gas, but it's like 24 hours of jingle all the way to. <laughs> oh That's God. how you know cable's in trouble. Yes. We paid a whole $10 for it. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing is she writes a letter to Santa. Which Larry the Cable Guy opens and reads, which is a federal crime. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, his friend reminds Claude him that it's a, certainly it, it's so. a f- what, is this the great Santini now? Santino yeah, is the re- Santino Morella is his wrestling name. Right. Uh, Claude is his character name. <laughs> right. He's the best bud. Uh, the vaguely Canadian best bud, because we're shooting this movie in Canada, by the uh, way. In, in the summer in Canada, everyone's sweating bullets in these coats. You can tell, like, <laughs> the, it's so it's so warm out. You can like e- even in the Christmas tree scene, like this woman is like totally naked, and it's like I need to be this naked because I'm getting a tan on Christmas. Honestly, if that's what you're going for. Because it's sort of vague as to where this movie's set, mm-hmm. but we Canada. all we all know it's the Florida Panhandle. Like, yeah, come on, <laughs> how expensive is it to film in the Florida Panhandle? Just but it go was, down. It there. was shot in Canada. Yes, I know. But yeah, but I'm saying they don't. <laughs> they, they, no, please, Larry the Cable Guy is not going to star in a movie that's not set in the United States of America. Come on, I know he's wearing an American flag hat most of the movie. <laughs> I think the whole you. movie, Cabela's. Sort of sponsored this movie, but not really. <laughs> that and wise potato chips, because them cheese doodles is right in the middle of the frame. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that in this movie, and it's all like special thanks. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what does it mean when you're like specially thanking something in the credits for the, like? 
yeah, you let us do it for free. I think that's what it means. Yeah, we, like, we could use this stuff and not have to block it out. Cabela's is cool with it because Larry the Cable Guy fans will watch it and see it and be like, oh, yeah, he does that. He also does the huge fish hook on his hat thing. Mm-hmm. Just in case you are in an emergency where you need to go fishing, like always have one of those. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. Somehow he doesn't take a Prilosec OCT. Yeah, where... Where is the overeating and the heartburn in this movie? <laughs> Doesn't happen. He talks about eating Mexican food, well, but it's off screen. At the diner, he orders a deep fried everything <laughs> as he puts salad. it. Yeah. Don't deep fry the salad. I don't need that. Hold the salad. What a shitty joke. So, yeah, she, she writes a, 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 a uh, Dear Santa letter, she, and he's like, oh, hey, I'll just put this in a mailbox for ye. <laughs> and it's great because they have no idea what, like, any of these characters do. So out of nowhere, his best friend comes out of nowhere and is like, hey, Larry, what do you put in the mailbox? <laughs> like, oh, shouldn't you be at work, Santino? Yeah, I thought no. he teleported there. It was <laughs> no. out of nowhere. Drops out or you of think nowhere. he's just his conscience? <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be great twi- if it was, like, a beautiful mind and he was imaginary this whole time. <laughs> Oh, man, if Santino was just fake? Yeah. Oh, great. He was like a Christmas angel? (laughs) (laughs) Now Santino's got his wings. (laughs) Fly, Santino. Fly fly away. Fly away to beefcake heaven. (laughs) He's wrestling with Jesus. Uh, So so the letter says, you know, what... and apparently, like, she has some weird learning disorder where she separates her words. Like, I don't I, She doesn't know how to, like, like, she spells everything right, but, like, she kind of, like, every word is, like, off to the side or something like Have that. Have you seen a little kid write? It's just a little kid handwriting. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I'd, I'd expect better. You know, Steve's yeah. like, this idiot child's got the worst penmanship I've ever seen. And also, I've seen your handwriting. <laughs> Someone would, uh,. Pull, they would glean some sort of mental disorder from that as I'm well. I'm just saying, if she's expecting to pass the regents with this kind of stuff, <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Uh, no, it's tough. <laughs> Quit. So uh, it says, "All I want for Christmas, dear Santa, is my family to." And it, it it looks like it's saying to get me Harrison, which we know to be this teddy bear, Harrison the bear, the tickle me Elmo of 2014. That nobody like. What is the big Christmas toy this year? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Is that that them their Monster High dolls? They like those, right? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I, I mean, I just assume it's video game underline. I think well, it's I, like Game of Thrones on DVD and a bottle of scotch, right? <laughs> That's what every kid <laughs> loves. The kids want, yes. Actually, the kids do want that. Yeah, I think, yeah, they they do. I think you could give. They can't have it, god damn it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cool I, but also, you're totally right, though. Why are you doing. The big thing is basically a Tickle Me Elmo. Do some, some sort of electronic Text something thing. or other. Yeah, You know, it's like an eight-year-old kid going on nine. Like, kids, she's probably got a friggin' cell phone already. Like, She definitely has a cell phone already. She's living in a castle. Well, we mm. should point out, though. She that is living in a castle. Larry, it turns out, read this letter wrong. Yes. And it's all I want for Christmas is my family to be together as one. That's yes. the big twist at the end. Right. So just like with the jumbled letters and everything, Larry couldn't read it. So I guess actually, because when the little girl does get the bear at the end, she's like, ah, great. <laughs> so maybe she didn't want that. I mean, maybe it is a thing for littler kids and Larry's just an idiot. Doesn't well, know Everyone in the town wants this because Larry goes to a toy store and he runs into a Dane Cook impersonator, which is just really... <sighs> 
this guy's terrible. I, I mean, like, I don't, I kind of don't want to make fun of a guy that's making DVD, directed DVD movies with Larry the Cable Guy. Larry, no, I mean, he's excited to get this role. He told all his actor friends about it. And sure. he certainly didn't write the script. Definitely yeah, that's not. definitely not you know his what? fault. <laughs> and he definitely gave it his all. You know? yeah. he do, he's doing it in every season. 120% with this character. His bit is he, uh, he has to greet you with all the Christmas greetings, which is, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Winter Solstice. And he says, oh, <laughs> Larry does not have time <laughs> for these heebie-jeebie holidays. Yeah, you could just say Merry Christmas. You know what, though? There's kind of none of that in this movie. There's yeah. one, like, l- offline he says, about that but like, it's not like yeah, merry would... christmas in all them languages right yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly which is just not what those holidays are yeah, no, that's that's english larry <laughs> that's all in english but it, at least it's not you know putting the christ back in christmas war on christmas all that shit oh stop saying all that just say jesus <laughs> by the way uh christmas recommend uh christmas with a capital c it's on netflix oh is that the dean kane one you were watching no that's a different one man that's, <laughs> the, <laughs> wait, that's wait. the mcginley one right? yeah so this da- is, daniel baldwin this is called just christmas it's called christmas no christmas with a capital c is the title Whoa, it's about so a with, town the t- word with is in there yeah it's about a okay. war on christmas oh my god that is so prevalent these days. <laughs> so wait, it's I Baldwin and bags. McGinley. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're fighting each other over what? Over Christmas. Christmas. Because he wants it secular, and, he, and the other guy Fucking wants it communist. to be <laughs> The other guy wants it to be all about Jeebus. Which one wants it? Which I don't even remember. Because you got to figure that Baldwin's the one going in for the Jesus joy. <laughs> well, that's the other one. Is the, the... Yeah, it's Stephen Baldwin's that way. Daniel Baldwin's just fat. <laughs> Maybe it rubbed off on him. <laughs> Like, Stephen's kind of making a living pretending he's religious. That's true. <laughs> it's not a bad racket. So, thus begins the hunt for this toy, yeah. which, not for nothing, 30 minutes into this movie, the uh. toy hunt begins. Well, come on. After all these stunts of... Tr- the early stages of trying to one up each other. Oh, those that they're all CGI terrible gags. Yeah. So we got there's two big ones. We have they're fighting over who does the best Christmas light presentation. This guy, the rich guy, spends probably another ten grand getting all these lights together, and it's yeah, beautiful. And clearly, you know, they had just got back from their honeymoon. He didn't hang all this stuff. He paid people to do all oh, he's of this. People stuff. to do all of it, dude. All How much is he burning on this goddamn Christmas? Fifty thousand dollars, easily. Easily, easily fifty grand. We're, 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 t- we're tickling six figures here at this point. <laughs> Just getting so right there. Larry counters yep. with making <laughs> a light display out of old car parts that he's found. It's okay, like, it's, it's like the Ninja <laughs> Turtles Christmas. It's, 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 a, it's lights made out of garbage. <laughs> I want to see like the like night scenes of Larry like scouring around at like car crashes and stuff like yeah. no they're they're still unconscious santino come on let's go let's grab these lights right out of dude there. it's like nightcrawler with jake gyllenhaal yeah. he's just going to car accidents <laughs> yes. and getting the parts he need oh those bulbs are still intact we'd be quiet santino they might wake up no santino we gotta go inside this murder house i saw that they got a good carburetor <laughs> santino just just put your hand over his mouth while I get just put your hand over his mouth, he'll be he'll be reeling right quick. He'll be nice and calm. Oh, Santino, I found a David Spader sex cult. This, you know what that sounds like? Jackpot, dude! You just said David Spader. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit! James Spader's sex cult. On the other hand, yeah. Well, but you know, 
David Spade pro- David Spade <laughs> might have some weird sex thing too. Uh, what are you doing to me, Elias Cotes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for Christmas lights. I'll stick around a little longer though. Hey, cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, so then Holly Hunter, you're here too. <laughs> So then he activates this thing, and of course it blows up. He gets electrocuted and flies back. Well, his cartoon gets electrocuted. <laughs> yes. His cartoon gets real zapped. Uh, yeah, when he comes his to clip art. when he comes to, he's like, "Oh, am I in heaven?" <laughs> and then like the stepdad comes in, and he's like, "Oh no, you're here, Victor. You must be in stupid Earth still." <laughs> oh shit, I'm on Middle Earth. And there's a weird, and I don't understand why this second is second breakfast. <laughs> I don't know why this is a thing. But that shot of him, like, he's supposed to be laying on the ground and he's just been electrocuted. Yeah. It's totally not that. It's no. him standing up in front of a green screen, yep. yeah. pretending that he's laying down on the grass. Like, what are we doing? Somebody rubbed some coal on his face. That's yes. all that happened. And it's like some CGI smoke and a fake lawn behind him. It's like, you know what? That money that you did to animate him laying on the ground... <laughs> That's a Sinbad cameo. Yep. You <laughs> just spent your Sinbad cameo. Mm-hmm. I was really fishing for a third act cameo. How do you not have it? Sinbad, one of the fucking... Anybody! Blue yes, collar anyone. guys. Like get Jeff Foxworthy comes in at the Bill end. Bill Ingvall. Bill Ingvall will do this for free. For oh, a yeah. soda and a sandwich. <laughs> like, just with the opportunity to hang out with old Lair again. He might do it for your autograph. For He'll come out. You know what? It, here it is. Right? I just figured out the Bill Engvall character. Okay? Ooh. Larry the Cable Guy electrocutes himself, and he flies back, and he, oh, I just got electrocuted! And he stands up, and it's just this shot where, like, Larry's on one half of the frame, and then Bill Engvall just slides into the other half of the frame with a stupid sign, <laughs> and it's an arrow pointing to Larry because he's stupid, and then he just goes away. <laughs> See, that's the problem. That's what happened with Bill Engvall. Everyone stopped caring about stupid sounds, and that's the only joke he told 27,000 times. <laughs> Here's your sign. Uh, here's your sign. Dude, It's ju- it was such a ripoff of Jeff Fox. Like, it's yeah. the same like yeah. you yeah. might be a redneck. Yeah. Just with a stupid sign. <laughs> here's your sign. Oh, what? No, no. Yeah, no, and, it's yours. Here's your sign. And whereas Foxworthy had like some kind of vernacular, like redneck, that's a term where he's just like, just here's your sign. Stupid. The guy made hundreds of thousands of dollars off of the word stupid. Millions. You, you, think, word, it's, you think Bill Engvall's a millionaire? He was on that fucking AB, show. He was he on a TV had, show oh, for the a couple Jennifer years. Lawrence show that he was on. I would say and it, low millions. <laughs> oh, very low. He's tickling no millions. And I believe his wife. <laughs> he's, I believe, he's nearing thousands, but it might be a full million. And wasn't his wife uh, our favorite Nancy? I, th- I think she was Nancy Travis. Oh, is it? Oh, because um, she's also on that Tim Allen show. Well, she now, loved too. that. Her career, the last 20 years, is putting her hands on her hips and going, hmm, about, about men. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. I married another idiot. <laughs> another white idiot. Do you yeah. think that that Tim Allen show, Last Man Standing, is actually a spinoff of the Bill Engvall show, where at the end of Bill Engvall, she divorces him and then goes and marries Tim Allen on Last Man Standing. And she's like, well, at least he's not Bill Engvall. Or Bill Engvall goes into Jeff Goldblum's transporter, oh. comes out, he's Tim Allen. That, oh, that might be. What, what would he have to go in there with to make him Tim Allen? A hammer? A baboon. An asshole. An asshole. <laughs> Do we mean a person or do we mean just a physical? Yeah, you know what? Just someone's little chocolate starfish. (laughs) I I leave it to you. So okay, 
Bill Engvall and Fred Durst go into this thing. <laughs> And Tim Allen comes That's out. almost at, yeah, that's, that's about right. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so the other computer gag. Oh, yeah. This man. is like a fucking bad Polish joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just. Because he's just. I can't even fucking stand it. Like we said, it's 98 degrees this Christmas. For some reason, the earth is dying. We don't know where we are. <laughs> We're in Jacksonville, Florida. So they're, you know, they, they've got a big, uh, Victor's got this fake snow and they have a big long snowball fight. And yeah, he's got know, a snow machine because that's how rich he is. Yeah. So she, she calls him and like, Dad, me and Victor had a snowball fight. Like, well, I can't compete with that. Or can <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And him and Santino get in the fucking stupid wagon <laughs> and drive to a mountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Man. shovel snow into a fucking moving truck <laughs> and drive it down the mountain. And he makes his big to-do like, hey, honey, you got that stupid New York City snow. This is some real <laughs> mountain snow. <laughs> That man-made formaldehyde snow you got. <laughs> Your stupid, cultured, opera-going, cosmopolitan snow. <laughs> Why not just drive her instead of your dumb friend to the snow and have the snowball fight? I know. It's so stupid. So he's like, here it comes. Yet again, I'm going to make a big to-do speech because I saw Christmas Vacation 12 years ago, and that's what the lead character's supposed to do before he gets slammed. <laughs> and he opens the stupid thing, and of course, a tidal wave of computer water but, <laughs> douches oh, him into oh, this county. This is an county. impossible amount of water. Yeah. This is like an aquarium just broke. <laughs> it's like a fire department was in the back of the fucking van. That's, you know what? That's your joke. Is there's a fucking, you find like a fish flapping around in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> then a bear comes out of the woods and gets it, rubs back. Oh, man. And then Larry has to fight a bear? That would oh, be great. Man. I would love to see, that. see him getting eaten alive yeah. by a big old grizzly bear. <laughs> and Werner Herzog listens to the tape. <laughs> Don't, Nobody should listen to don't this. Don't ever listen to this. this the thing about the listening to the death of Timothy Treadwell was that I said no one else should listen to it. But I highly recommend listening to the tape of Larry the Cable Guy being eaten alive by a grizzly bear. I found it quite entertaining. I'm sending it into that morning zoo for their funniest <laughs> clip ever. I love calling in the morning zoos. Hopefully after... Hopefully after the tape is listened to, it's accompanied by a fart noise and a toilet flushing. Prank oh. phone calls get me every time. <laughs> I have every Jerky Boy CD there is. <laughs> so he go. Then we got the tree shopping. That's like the other one. It's like I can't afford anything but a little Charlie Brown tree. <laughs> and then that's when we see this idiot has bought a fifty foot tree, had it hauled down from Maine. Ten thousand dollars later, he's got this Christmas tree. And in this scene, we have this thing where this lady at the tree shop is telling him, like, well, if you buy a tree that's a little thinned out, we can put, like, flocking. She chemi- flocking, I think, right? Yeah, flocking, which is just, it looks like fake chemical snows put yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. And he goes under this thing, and it's just a double dare all over. He's just douched with this, too. And he comes out, and there's, oh, man, what is the joke? Do we remember what the joke? He says something. 
Like after that happens, uh, did somebody get the number on that pigeon? That's yes. What it, <laughs> did Thank somebody you, get Steve. the number on that pigeon? Oh, all right, I'll talk to you later. And then everyone in the crowd that's laughing at him goes, "That's not funny. We saw what happened." <laughs> he sucks. So it's got to be a big pigeon. I was expecting him to take his bill off and say, the, yeah, "Of course, you know this means war," because <laughs> it's a cartoon game. So yes. uh, how does the uh, the stepdad find out about the letter and what the girl wants also? Because he's like following Larry and he finds out that he's going after the Harrison doll. Oh, right, right, right. And right. then he gets his fucking weird minion. This guy, I don't know. I, this guy's a serial killer. This guy's got to screw loose. <laughs> <laughs> well, here was my question about this character in general. Why does a box magnate need this like weird, you know, this weird, like, assassin bodyguard to be following with him at all times? He's a Michael K- Clayton cleaner is what he is. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he, you're just jamming someone in the, in the throat, and you know, that's it. But The boxes is... have to be a front for something. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. $10,000 yeah. Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Something's is, going this on. Is Money laundering. He's at the... <laughs> And Victor, this Christmas got his. He got cement shoes. <laughs> he got the bath. No, he's he's like Lydia in Breaking Bad. You know, it's this big corporation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna take these boxes, just ship them off to Mexico. Yeah, the, the Czech cartels Republic have. Or yeah, wherever. exactly. The cartels have their way with them, and so he gets this creepy guy, and he's like, "I want all the bears in town." Anywhere Larry goes. <laughs> You're going to stop him from getting these bears. And this guy's like, I understand. It's like, <laughs> and, and honestly, this is the point of no redemption for Victor. The fact that he's willing to deprive every kid in this town of this bear that wants exactly. it for Christmas. He ends up having like thousands of them in, in, in like a storage unit. In a storage unit that's supposed to be in this box factory compound, you know what should be in there? A bunch of boxes. You know what it is? Totally empty because you're putting thousands of bear boxes in there. Drug front. Mm -hmm. Total Jacksonville drug front. Well, that's what you don't see. You don't see this guy going broke because he's been spending all this money. Because you got to imagine, I mean, parents will do a lot of crazy shit, so they will drive three hours outside of the state yes. even to go and buy one of these stupid fucking bears or to go on amazon.com and if need be amazon.uk uh, amazon.ca <laughs> andrew you would need some kind of internet to do that <laughs> or unless maybe victor is stuffing these dolls with his drugs <gasps> like the scarecrow oh. did <laughs> Oh, you just open a door and there's a bunch of people in their underwear putting drugs <laughs> in these dolls. Oh no, fear toxin! <laughs> there, that is where your Jim Belushi cameo could have been. That that, that would make perfect sense. Hey, why do you get out of here? You're gonna soil the operation. <laughs> well, I kind of it's wa- a draft. I'm in my knickers. <laughs> well, I kind of want him to be. I want Jim Belushi to be like the Benjamin Bratt to his Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> That's some cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's some good cocaine. <laughs> I mean, I got the Coke shakes. <laughs> God. See, by the way, the creepiest thing in this whole movie is, you know, hey, look, I got this. I, I sent my minion to do this dirty work for me. I need a, I need a title for it. I need a title for the operation. You know what? What we're gonna expense oh, this against? God. Yeah, right. Just in case anyone starts <laughs> snooping around our books. Somebody's going to be snooping around. 
called Operation Who's Your Daddy? Who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> hey there. I just stepped into this box factory. Um, ABC's Chris Hansen. <laughs> you want to sit down for me on, the, on, on this pile of boxes? Looks like some quality boxes you could sit down on. We have to have a chat. Have ook, ook. Have some lemonade. <laughs> what, what do you got there? Uh, well, it looks like you got a, a Harrison the Bear doll, a copy of Steve Sadak's A Condom for Christmas. That's not like a real party. Wine coolers. In the middle of the day... It's always wine coolers. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean, honestly, if this wife finds out about something called ha- Operation Who's Your Daddy involving the stepfather and your real child, look out for jail. Look out, look look out, out for, for jail. <laughs> look out for a lot of jail. <laughs> look out for so much jail. Oh There's multiple jails chasing me. <laughs> The box factory is out of business, yeah. honestly. Out of business. It's going to her. She yeah. owns the box. She's Baxter Boxes now. Yeah. <laughs> so now we begin a very cheap montage where we keep going to the same comic book store. And <laughs> yeah. they keep rearranging the thing. And the guy, this guy, and here's another thing that, that should, stops this movie dead. When there is a toy like that, like in, in Jingle All the Way. Right. You can't buy all of them. You're like no no one person can ever buy more than yeah. two. These stores would never let this happen. That's no. the other huge problem with this movie. Yeah. And they have the line and it drives you nuts cuz he's like, "Well, like Larry's like, "Don't you have a limit on these things?" And the guy says, "Well, yeah, but he was the first one." Was yeah. first come nope. first serve. Yeah. Nope. No, no way. No, no, no. That never happens. They have lines of people looking for these dolls. Yeah. And this guy somehow always gets their first unbelievable number one. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> yes. And having this guy buy 50, 100 of these things at once. And apparently when he gets there and he is the first one to get it, there's nobody exactly right behind him yes. watching him do it and not beating the ever-loving shit out of him. Exactly. Where is the Black Friday madness? Where Where right. is this guy getting trampled? We wanted someone getting trampled. This guy would have gotten kicked. Like, Robert De Niro kicked so hard in his jaw. <laughs> it would have been lovely. We we get the, um, I think his character's name is Jeffrey or something. The yes. guy that works at that the store. store yeah. yeah. He's like, he Jeffrey calls... like uh, the giraffe from Toys R Us, everybody. The, there you go. <laughs> He calls Larry and says they have the new shipment in. And, you know, it's like in the morning, first come, first serve when they open. That's when this guy gets all these other ones. It's like what sort of starts off him running around to all the comic book shops and stuff. Right. But, yeah, this guy would have had to have ran there, taken like 50, 100 off of the shelf. Yes. Taken it to the register without anyone seeing. It makes no, I mean, we're talking about Jingle all the way, too. But it makes so little sense that it's like. Don't write your movie like this. No. Make it something else. You can't... See, that's the thing. By the time Arnold gets to all of these toy stores, it's already gone by multiple people. And it's always something different. And, I mean, that, that movie is not good at all. But it's always something different in each store. In this yeah. store, it's a crazy Santa Claus fight club. Right. In this store... They have, like, a raffle for the dog. Yes. In this know. one, you know... Th- th- this one, this is just easy. Hey, cool. We don't need to think of anything. This guy just takes them all. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so at one point he also encounters these obnoxious old lady twins that are the creepiest he things ever. Always has to give business to old ladies in these movies. I don't get it. But 
we're overlooking the fact that it's weird old lady oh, no, twins. They're, they're yes. terrifying. They're yeah. both identical, like down to the rims of their glasses. And they ha- they both had that squeaky, creepy voice. Oh, it's The Shining, man. It's like the, if, it's if The terrifying. Shining lived. So he sees that he sees that they have one of these dolls. Yeah. And he wants it. He's like going to pay them for it. And they're like, no, it's for our niece. Well, it's he's just trying yeah. to ask them. This is what's ridiculous. He's just trying to ask them, where did you get the doll? Right. He's not trying to buy it off them or anything. But they keep cutting him off. Like, how dare you try to... You know, buy this doll off of us. It's for our knees. And then he's like, no, you don't understand. I don't want to buy it from you. And then they're like, oh, well, you're going to steal it? That's even worse. And then they punch him in the throat and kick him in the balls. This is Boya Young sound, right? There's a little something. It's a growl. So on your bingo cards at home, did anyone have Larry beaten by old ladies? <laughs> we should have had nerds, though. We should have had him yeah. getting kicked in the nerds or getting uh, yeah. hit in the nerds. Er, my nerds. <laughs> yeah, come on. Also, definitely not the first time this guy's been kicked in the balls. Mm-hmm. He really handles it like a pro. <laughs> like a true pro. But... It's a very fortuitous ball kick because as he's pulling himself up off the ground is when he spots a sign for a a mechanical bull riding competition at Shut the up. local yep. the at Rooster <laughs> Tavern. Haven't been there in eight hours. Well, actually, no, that's the other thing. Because he's a weird cartoon, he doesn't consume alcohol. That, it's all soda. Same thing with with the Tooth Fairy as well. He's yeah. like, this guy, both those guys have drinking problems. Yeah. Like, yeah you're why totally are you a right. part-time trucker? Because you've got a huge... Jeff Bridges esque drinking problem, <laughs> and you're gonna lose that kid at the mall. That would have been Bridges, a great scene. Oh, oh. <laughs> you crazy heart? You crazy crazy heart. heart. <laughs> I thought you meant Jeff Bridges in general. I was like, no. lay off of Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Everybody's got demons. <laughs> no, yes, Jeff know. Bridges and Crazy Heart. You're yes. losing that kid yes. at the mall. Yes, <laughs> that, that would have been a great scene. But so movie. he's like, oh, Rooster Tavern, first prize winning a doll, dude, and he just he goes and somehow, Rooster's Milk Bar. <laughs> <laughs> He just shows up with a bunch of his droogs to win this. <laughs> so he's got Santino, and there's a bunch of other fat guys lined up to do this Come thing. on, Santino. A little bit of the ultraviolence. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of the old in-out, in-out. I'm singing in the rain. Just singing in the rain. Hey, cool. He's unconscious. Turn it off. Turn hey. it off. I think I beat him too hard with this penis statue. <laughs> no, it's great. And then, like... The intelligent, it would be, Larry would be the personification, not of violence and, and hate, but of stupidity. And then the intelligentsia, like, tapes his eyeballs open and he has to watch a bunch of Errol, Moral do- er- Errol Morris documentaries. <laughs> oh no, I'm learning things! The entire Frederick Wiseman. Yeah, and Ken like, Burns. <laughs> oh shit, 12 hours of baseball! <laughs> Oh shit, 12 hours of jazz. <laughs> oh shit, 12 hours of national parks. Oh man, you want to talk about the best sleep I ever got in my life? Watching anything Ken Burns ever made? <laughs> the national park ones, especially. It was kind of a light rain outside. Ooh, and I was, yeah. I was just sitting, sitting on a lazy Saturday. Like, Did you have that chamomile tea? Mm-hmm. You had that chamomile tea, didn't you? Put on a little uh, Ken Burns. Ooh, national parks. Yellow. <laughs> You know what? You know what's fucking weird is I just got really jealous of you. (laughs) I totally did too. How did you have time for that afternoon? Oh, I want that afternoon. God damn you, Steve! What a perfect life moment. So yeah, those old ladies beat him up. He's at this bar. 
Santino's there. There's like ten guys. Oh, they're all dressed as Santa Claus. Because I think it's a, it's, a, it's a Santa thing, a Santa right? The, themed the, whatever. Yeah. The mechanical bull is a mechanical reindeer for the evening, and Ooh. the whole thing is the longest you know someone stays on. Uh, they, they win the they win the contest. Is it the thing you? And I haven't been to many mechanical bull contests, but isn't it about like attractive women getting on mechanical bulls and like that's the idea? You well, anybody think. can do it. Nobody wants to watch a bunch of fat guys, though, right? Like, well, if, listen, well, I would watch a bunch of fat guys do it if they were dressed up like Santa Claus, and one of them was Larry the Cable Guy, for thing. sure. You get the ladies, and then you get the fat guys being humiliated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it's like a perfect. That's evening, a perfect right? double bill right there. Yeah, I'm yeah they were the for, second act. I yeah, think the yeah. second act. I'm praying for broken necks. That's <laughs> oh yeah. yeah the, 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 the EMTs have to show up. Oh, and drag this guy out on a gurney. Listen, the bar closes early that night. Someone yeah. had a fat guy heart attack for sure on that thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, you know, so we got this. There's a, there's a guy that's talking shit to him. Yeah, and you know, it's so like, my son wants that doll. <laughs> Okay, weird guy. <laughs> I and I give my son everything he wants. My son is a winner, and so am I. <laughs> you know what? And this is not a slight. This is not a slap at him. But where was Stephen Tobolowsky? Yeah. He in this movie just to elevate any of these little one, where was one off roles? Anybody? Kirk Fuller. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? The other guy that looks like Kirk Fuller. Kurt Fuller. Kurt Fuller. The other one. What was the other one? Uh, uh, <laughs> it's Kurt? David, David Grin something. Or oh, Zach Grenier. Zach Grenier looks exactly like Kurt Fuller. Is anybody be Kurt Fuller's older, like, less successful uncle or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, didn't anybody have an eight ball and ask Andy Dick to be in this movie? How is Andy Dick yes. in this movie? Well, because I feel like you put Andy Dick in this movie, some parents are going to be like, oh, we know about him. Oh, I got one. Xander Berkeley. Oh, yeah. Xander yeah, Berkeley. Xander Berkeley. <laughs> He but could have been anyone. That's w- with all of these Larry movies, though. Unless you are one of the blue collar guys, and yeah. you're doing Delta Farce or whatever. Nobody like what? What was the biggest co-star? Thomas Wilson in that Health Inspector movie. DJ no, Qualls. DJ Qualls. Where oh, was DJ Qualls? DJ Qualls could have been in this movie. Yeah. What? I mean, what are we doing? I think. I think now it's a thing where it's like, oh, it's a Larry the Cable Guy movie. Won't touch it. Won't. That's you know what that's like DJ Qualls was like that's fine unless you're a wrestler trying to break into legitimate theater you're not touching it <laughs> and this movie was definitely in Santino's contract by the way like yeah. you better put me in one of those WWE movies but that I mean and I you know I'm sure people will correct me on this because I'm very removed from the wrestling at this point but is Santino a big guy I, I've never heard I never heard oh, but I've I mean, never seen be, him on well, a T-shirt to be a wrestler I think you have to be kind of a big dude right. <laughs> No, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, like, was he a popular wrestler? I don't know, but he was—he's definitely—he's probably got a good upper body. But that's—that's <laughs> that's the big point. Is like when wrestlers do do these kind of movies, the whole joke is how fucking huge they are. Yeah, and like that's every joke hits that one, and he's well, you a big can't guy. no scene. Can Larry ever be like outdone? Oh no, no, no! Right, like he's always got to be the main event. So poor Santino, he. Santino, this is a professional wrestler, gets on this mechanical bull and lasts for one second. Yeah. Come on. That guy could do it for a and, while. And his whole thing, his whole thing throughout the movie is either to tell Larry how oh, crazy you are or how like to be a crazy person. Like when he catches Larry putting the uh, checking on the letter. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> showing up he, out of nowhere and, and, and just loses him. his mind over it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying The Undertaker needed to be in this movie, <laughs> but like... a. 
bigger wrestler, unless this guy is big, I'm just saying I know of big wrestlers now when I see people with T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Well, how about a John Cena cameo? Sure. Yeah. Why not? John Cena. He's... Why not have John Cena? Here you go. This is the movie. It's Larry the Cable Guy v. evil rich stepfather John, John Cena. Cena. Then Ooh. you can have hilarious things where a muscle-bound guy is fighting a flabby comedian, just like the first one. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all you needed to do. Instead, poor Santino's getting pie with him at the diner. This guy's got nothing to do. Santino, why are you friends with Larry the Cable Guy in this movie? I want the friendship justified. Don't just hang out with Larry the well, Cable Guy. It's also guy. I want the marriage justified or the or the divorce. That that woman is a non-character and she's barely in this movie. She's I just want ben, a benign force that smiles. <laughs> yeah. I want the prequel like maybe it's like um what was that short thing that Wes Anderson did? Hotel Chevalier? Yeah. yeah. I want the Hotel Chevalier of this, right? And it's just you watch the divorce happen. <laughs> like the last two weeks of this marriage. And just Blue Valentine starring you, Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> can, can I do a personal tangent on Hotel Chevalier? Sure. Uh, I worked in an, uh, my, fir my first job. Everybody had offices. Me and uh, all these other assistants. So me and this dude were super excited about... Uh, what what the hell is that? Darjeeling, Darjeeling Limited yeah. coming out, and they're like, "Oh man, short short prequel to Darjeeling Limited. Let's go watch it at your office." And we close the door, and then Natalie Portman gets naked, and we're like, <laughs> "Oh man!" <laughs> <laughs> your boss comes in. Hey, everybody, <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> you de you definitely don't want to. What are you watching at work? So he cheats at this bull riding competition. Like, again, like the Tasmanian devil would cheat at this thing. <laughs> or you, the Yosemite Sam, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. He puts glue all over his britches and sits on a bull. It's the way we're introduced to the cheating is he's like lathering it in his hands. And then he's like, hey, Santino, get my backside. And it's just like this close up of Larry the Cable Guy's fat ass in this Santa suit and this professional wrestler just painting on like he's doing a coat on a fence. And it looks like it's like black. It looks like he just like explosively shat his Dumped. pants everywhere. <laughs> it looks this like feces. Yeah. Oh my God. It looked like it's just all over my body. <laughs> And this is a huge missed opportunity for a joke. I was trying to anticipate the jokes, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. With the snow, I was like, there's a tidal wave coming. Mm -hmm. Like, I got that one, right? So I was all high on my horse because I got that. <laughs> yeah. So we get to the bull riding thing. And my thought was, they're going to go really fast. Because the, step, the, the stepdad's assistant comes in and he's like, can't this thing go any faster? And gives the, like slips the guy 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. And yep. this guy's just like a crooked carny. So he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And he starts making it go faster and faster. And I was like... Larry is going to fall off this thing, but because of the super glue, mm -hmm. his britches are going to stay on, and he's going to go flying in his underwear. And there are going to be some heart boxers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Doesn't happen. He just flies off this thing, flies through the barricade, by the way, definitely dead. Or I thought his, his nemesis in this scene, this other dad who should be played by Xander Berkeley, was going to say, or Tom Atkins, uh, was going to say, like... <laughs> Oh, this guy's cheating. Look at the glue. Nothing. Or, or like someone go, hey, that guy shit his pants. <laughs> Just uh, like something to address this. And how? <laughs> also, now the, 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 the rival dad got 22 seconds. Larry with the glue got 31. 31 whole seconds on this thing. <laughs> and so, you know, the first prize, the whole table of prizes. Right. And it's like, first prize 
It's a trip to the Poconos. Everyone assumed it was the Harrison Bear doll. Yep. Everyone assumed it. So then it's like second place is this other douchebag dad, and he gets the prize. Which I need to know the retail on this bear. Like, uh, just give me a number. Give me. Is it sixty bucks? Is it a hundred dollar bear? Or is There's it, no way that's a hundred dollars. Is no way that's sixty dollars. Well, well, no, no, it's oh, it's sixty dollars. Have you learn. been to a toy store? Oh, it's sixty dollars. <laughs> it can. To be fair, it can learn up to three hundred words and, and speak it in like a perfect like modulation because it's fake. But it's like a little. Real, it, it's like a. It's like a uh, linguo yeah. type doll. Now, Furby didn't get this advanced. Really? No, it just went like... <laughs> That's a good Furby. <laughs> Was it? That I don't takes know. me back. The nightmare Furby. <laughs> <laughs> but how did no one at this bar be like, hey, that guy's getting on the the, the mechanical bull yes. with yeah. shit all over himself? <laughs> I'm not going to get on there after that. You can't let a guy with, with shit all over him get on a bull. Yeah. <laughs> You Not don't, want that. You don't want that. Or it's great, like the next guy gets on and wins because he's on for two minutes. Because a, he's not as fat, and b, <laughs> all the residual glue is sticking him on. There's like, hey, it's like I'm glued on. <laughs> and the carny might have adjusted back to normal speed. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like a three-hour thing. This guy's still on it. <laughs> we got it, Craig. You won. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gross though. There's a nice, like, sweet, like. Santino gets to do something. He's like, hey, you want to go to the Poconos with me, Larry? <laughs> it's like, great, Santino. You just lathered this guy's ass with glue. You really, you, you better fucking have a long conversation with Vince McMahon. Here's the yeah. thing. You better get the belt at the end of this. You know what? Like, it just, if, I, if I have to fucking suck up to Larry the Cable Guy, I better get the belt at, at the end. At least he's winning SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> get a fucking cage match with The Undertaker, something. Do you think that's like something wrestlers negotiate for when they're doing these things? Like Kane was like, "All right, yeah, I'll do see no evil too, but I'm getting the belt at the end of it." <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> that's how I negotiate. It's two hundred grand and the belt. Now we've talked about this with Stone Cold Steve Austin, but seriously though, how many professional wrestlers hate Dwayne Johnson's guts? Oh man, all of all them, them yeah, right? Literally every, every, every last one yeah. of them and they must hate even more because he wrestles sometimes like well look who fucking showed back up yep, exactly Mr. Right. movie star oh here's mr hollywood hanging out with all us carny folk for the <laughs> night isn't that nice of him yeah. i i do think though that triple h has like put it into his head that he's had the better career do you think so I, like i think he's convinced himself he's well, an idiot well, <laughs> Well, to be that fair, would be my point. Triple H counts the belt as an achievement. So he's like, oh, I had the belt nine times. Rock only had it six. So there you go. Well, Triple H, didn't he also in real life marry the boss's daughter? He did. Stephanie McMahon. Take that, Dwayne. Oh, yeah, wow. that's fine. He's in line for the inheritance. <laughs> that's the, that's it. It's the, he's playing the long con. Oh, he's, he's, like, like, he's going to run WWE one day. <laughs> Well, for a while, though, with Dwayne Johnson and Triple H, because Stone Cold Steve Austin was kind of out of the picture. Like, yeah. that knee injury blew out his wrestling and movie career for some reason. <laughs> but Triple And H, his like, political <laughs> career, too. Yeah, well, of course. Hi, I'm Linda McMahon, and the things I think I could do for the state of Connecticut are numerous and important. Oh, but, but until I figure that out, let's smear my competitor. <laughs> It's this very, Matt Murphy, oh my God, what did he do? I don't know. I'm just saying he might have done something. <laughs> <laughs> it's her giving that speech, and then you hear glass break, and then Stone Cold <laughs> comes out and stuns her on her inauguration day because that rivalry is that hot. Oh my 
God. That would be worth right, it. Right into the mailbag. I'm pretty sure Linda McMahon's been stunned in her life. You, you, that whole lineage is at the stunner <laughs> at one point. <laughs> Stephanie, it's McMahon a had a, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon had a kid. I think the baby got a stunner. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> That's what you do. What? You don't get christened in the McMahon family. You get a stunner. And like you question it. They're like, we're McMahons. <laughs> They're burying Grandfather McMahon, and it's just a somber <laughs> eulogy that Shane has to give. And then all of a sudden, glass breaks, <laughs> boom, stunner. I he think... does that awesome backwards somersault where he gives everyone the middle finger, which is the most redneck thing <laughs> anyone ever invented. Giving a, the finger out of a backflip? <laughs> out of a, a backward back somersault. That, that was his thing. He would do like backwards things. Which I always loved because you could always see him like, I really hope I catch my balance doing this. Like coming out of that back roll. They oh, see I it's lo- only one finger, right? <laughs> I loved Stone Cold and his antics. God. Oh, so <laughs> What's he up to? I don't know. He's, he's making bad dead. movies. He's probably he's, dead, right? There, there was that Mom's Night Out. Is that him or is it another wrestler? <laughs> Mom's Night Out? Wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. There's a wrestler in a movie called Mom's Night yeah, Out. There's a movie called yeah. Mom's Night Out. It's a Christian like yeah. found footage. Oh, well, I'll see is you guys later. Footage? No, 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 no. It's like uh, like Girls Night Out. Like, oh, shit. It's a real There's thing. another one that I'm thinking, though, where it was wait, like... there's a, two of these? No, there was a found footage, like, bachelorette party uh-huh. movie are you sh- that came are out. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't With a wrestler in it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think there were any professional wrestlers in it. But there, there is a, uh, there's a found footage, like, bachelorette party. And what I, happens I in it? Like, a Cloverfield? I don't know. Someone shits in the street. Oh, that was Bridesmaids. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, what's the, uh, the Mom's Night Out? Mom's Night Out, like, one of the wrestlers is, like... Just like this biker at this bar, and like they're all like drooling over him. Oh, I would be. Yeah, I mean, I bet he, I bet he looked great. So I don't know, Larry. He doesn't get. <laughs> I'm just saying, he probably did if they're yeah, drooling. I mean, he's cut. So all right, so Larry did not win this 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 contest. That another another thing is drawn up empty for him, and this is around when he starts having hallucinations about the bear. <laughs> He's got a like a dream sequence in this movie. Is and that he, what you're referring to? Yes. yes. And he's refer- he's seeing the bear everywhere. He's seeing like like there's a guy juggling bears. There's bears <laughs> everywhere. This there's is a guy I- eating a bear in a in a big hamburger bun. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it to be like that Simpsons where it's where where Mo 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 Right with the coyote. It's like, oh, and that guy juggling bears. He was just juggling babies. <laughs> Come on, Larry. I'm your spirit guide. <laughs> and this is when we get the Gitter. Because, again, you want to talk about contractual yeah. obligations. You're absolutely right. Somewhere. And it's funny because it's the same thing in the Tooth Fairy. He doesn't say Gitter done in the Tooth Fairy. The little girl does. He doesn't say Gitter done in this. A talking bear does. Talking bear because he's in this hallucination. He goes to the toy store and it's the same Jeffrey dude. And he's like, oh, we're all out of the Harrison Bear, but we have Larry Bear. And I wasn't paying attention at first. I mean, I I was, but I was like, you know, this movie's really stupid. It's totally feasible that everyone in the town square had the bear before he goes in the toy store. Yeah. And he's like, we got a Larry Bear. And I was like, oh, they're making Larry Bears? Well, that's impossible. What's going on? But then he's like, but we also have the Victor Bear. Yeah. And it's like this bald bear, and it's dressed in a suit. And he's like, all the kids love this one more than Larry Bear. (laughs) You know, it's just like, this is the best bear. 
And then, yeah, so he, like he squeezes the Larry Bear, and it's like, hey, get her done. Great. <laughs> Hilarious. It's a joke. This is when he uh, dresses up like a homeless feller. Dude, he looks like Hagrid from Harry Potter in <laughs> he this. He really does. It's insane. Because he stumbles home eventually after this hallucination and sees that like some charity is going to be giving away one of these bears. So he's like, I better dress like a poor person. <laughs> well, he could have showed up as himself. Exactly. Dude, he oh, has hard time. He has this moment where you can see his soul at the crossroads yeah. where he's like, Larry... Are you going to actually impersonate a homeless feller to get this doll done? Yes, I am, Larry. Cut to him looking like Hagrid. And again, this guy doesn't make any... But they always soften it because he can't be a piece of shit. Even though Schwarzenegger was a piece of shit in that movie until he learned his lesson. Right. Larry's always a good guy in this movie. So even though he's trying to steal from the homeless, he's like, well, if I get if I donate five hundred dollars, I guess it's all right. <laughs> he's got like five hundred bucks. Like, where are you getting that money from? What what parking like what overnight in a parking lot at a truck stop did we miss <laughs> that Larry came out five hundred dollars richer? I Come beat, on, I beat that meth head to death for my daughter. <laughs> I do any I do anything for my little girl. Hey, cool! I dropped an ATM on his head. <laughs> Yeah, so he's just magically got five hundred dollars out of nowhere, and then like he's waiting in line, and he's sitting on fucking Sandy's lap, and oh, it's man. like, how did we not call that? By the way, that he's going to sit on Santa's lap because we, what we wanted we were, to have we happen was high. Santa. We wanted yeah. real Santa to be in the movie. Yeah, we wanted magic. So he's like, "Hey, Santa Claus, you want to you want to hurry it up? I had Mexican food, and I'm on shit on your lap." Well, this is what's amazing is he's <laughs> using disgusting. shitting. On a, he's using shitting on a person as a bargaining chip <laughs> yeah. to get this doll because it's always worked before. <laughs> the, that's how I graduated high school. I threatened to shit on the principal's lap. No, he's like, <laughs> I will shit on you. <laughs> I got a special set of skills. I'm gonna shit all over you. That could be a C minus real quick. <laughs> Or you could have shit all over your lap. Oh, only eight weeks of unemployment benefits. What if I shit on your lap? <laughs> What's that? How much that give me? Oh, a whole year. Fantastic. <laughs> See you later, Haku. <laughs> so Santa gives him this doll. Yeah. He's just like, he's, get out of here, like, you, you fat weirdo. <laughs> That Harry he Potter also, looking he, dude. He runs into an ex girlfriend from high school outside, oh and she thinks that he's hitting such hard times. And she's trying to give him twenty dollars, and he's like, "I don't need that. I don't need no handout. I don't need no welfare, Obamacare." <laughs> but, then, but then he looks and he goes, "Oh wait, twenty dollars? Hey, cool." <laughs> he says something about like being in the wrong business. He's like, oh, "I'm in the wrong racket." It's like, first of all, you're nearly homeless anyway. You sleep. <laughs> Practically on the street in a trailer. It's not that he lives in a trailer park. He's just put a trailer in what appears to be the middle of the forest. You're 47 years old and you eat fruity pebbles every morning. <laughs> like, Excellent you, point. You are legally a drifter. <laughs> yeah, he talks all this shit at one point towards the end about like paying his taxes and this and that. I was like, what are you using as a home address? Where are they mailing the refund? <laughs> Come on! I'm sure he's got a shady P.O. box somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send it to the diner. Maggie holds on to it for him. Yeah, oh, you're I probably bet. right. That, you bet. know what? That's the other movie I want, is this waitress that flirts with him throughout the film. 
I want the side movie where like we are able to look at all the favors she has to do for Larry throughout the years. Mm. Because, you know, they're at a very flirtatious, like, want more pie, fat boy, like kind of point <laughs> yeah. in their life. But how did it start? Where did they, I want the better call Saul of this waitress and him. <laughs> he stone cold stunnered her cheating husband. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. He came out of the roadhouse one night after eating the old 49er or whatever. You heard broken glass. Oh, shit, here it comes. That was, I mean, my God, I miss, I, until you started saying that on this episode, I never thought about how much I missed the random sound of breaking glass. Like, you never knew when it was going to happen. That's what was so brilliant about that era of wrestling. Yep. At any point, broken glass could happen, and then everything was thrown into chaos. And it would end with some old person getting stone cold stuttered. An old lady, an old announcer, the old owner, anybody. No one was safe. That's what was so great about Stone Cold Steve Austin was no one was safe from a stunner. DTA, man. Don't trust anybody. <laughs> oh, it's sad. <laughs> so he comes out. He's like, hey, cool. I stole from the homeless. <laughs> and then this little boy gives him this sob story about like oh it's a doll I wanted blah 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 you, how do you not see you're being hustled from a million miles away this kid is, is kid's, yeah it's got a terrible. brand new jacket yeah kid is in nice clothing and the guy says uh, and the kid's like oh my daddy is on a tight budget and my mommy had to have an operation and, and who gives a shit <laughs> and like he gets taken for a ride by this a kid. R- a, a bigger ride than that mechanical reindeer a few <laughs> scenes back. It's ridiculous. And it turns out that this kid was contracted by the Boxman's <laughs> second, like, right-hand man. By the number two. What is this guy doing? Driving around, hey, kid, you want to make 20 bucks? That's exactly what yeah, he's doing. He's yeah. offering children money. Okay, now that that's done with, you want to make 50 bucks? <laughs> Gets He's a just sitting outside a playground somewhere, just asking kids things. Well, so then it's like Larry fights. He realizes what's happened, and he, he, gives, he runs gives, after. Yeah, the he kid. gives the kid the thing first of all. He gives like, "Oh well, yeah. I feel so bad for the homeless." Yeah, here you go. And the kid's like, "Sucker!" And then like, "Bad fucking." Playing Christmas music on an electric guitar. Pack it up, wrap it with snowman paper, put a nice gold and silver and bow on it. deliver it to your house. Put it away. Oh, Keep boy. it in a closet. I don't ever need to hear Christmas music played on an electric guitar. Nope. I'm sorry, Mannheim steamroller. Send it to the sphere factory. Listen, dude. Dude, it's Christmas, but you might get laid. <laughs> Keeping gonna, it nice and loose this Christmas. You, let me just say, you have a couple of drinks with your with your lady. And, Putting uh, something in that nog, making it a sexy nog. You're going to want a little electric in there, you know? You Can't know? be all bells and trumpets. That's mm-hmm. right. No one has sex with bells on. Nobody can make out the Vince Garaldi. <laughs> but also, now he could have just grabbed it back from this kid. No. I know it would it would have looked bad. Sure, <laughs> yeah. but well, he's already in this impossible disguise. So he's who cares? As Hagrid. He's got this like weird trench coat on, this hat, this long hair, this soot from just like when I got electrocuted, <laughs> all over his face. They probably didn't wash it off. They're saving money. They're probably doing that right. take right after that take. I want the scene of Santino helping him put this disguise on and it's like the Burton Batman and he's like mirror mirror <laughs> and Santino like gives him it he looks at it 
<laughs> Homeless will do nicely. Santino's like, I tried my best, Larry. I better get the belt for this. Well, you're my uh, number one uh, guy. Where do you get those wonderful toys? <laughs> Seriously, tell me where you get them. I need it. My daughter wants one of them Harrisons. <laughs> So he's chasing this kid, and he stops him right in front of a church that just so happens to be letting out. Yeah. And they're like, hey, what are you doing to that boy? And the ex-girlfriend <laughs> is coming out of this mass, which yeah. this is weird because, like, from the time Larry the Cable yeah, Guy has yeah. encountered this woman outside the homeless shelter and now is in front of this church, it's not enough time for a service to have happened. Yeah, you can't and do confession in that time. <laughs> what is this movie telling? This movie's got mob justice. Even the pastor's like, get him! <laughs> yeah, let's cut his fat throat. Hang him! Maybe a bunch of queso will fall out. <laughs> this is what Jesus would have wanted. <laughs> so then, like this, yeah, the the angry mob is chasing him. We find out that the kid was paid fifty dollars to get the bear. He gives it to the creep, and then he's like, uh, "It's actually a hundred dollars." Because I hate smarmy little kids in movies like this. Mm. Larry hides in the diner to escape them. At no point does he ever think maybe I should rip this disguise <laughs> off. No. But he also describes, I forget to who, but he describes what this whole scenario really was. It was an epic fail. Oh, right. He says epic fail in this movie. Come on. Because that's what the kids say these days, right? Yeah. Epic mm-hmm. fail. It was that's a right. total fail. Well, it, another thing, this, another screenwriting tick, if you want to call it that, everyone's saying best Christmas ever, worst no. this ever. And it's just like every fucking other word. Like, oh, man, this is the best burrito ever. <laughs> epic fail. Angry birds. <laughs> Oh, man, I got a candy crush on my daughter. <laughs> I think that's what Victor Baxter has. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a candy crush on my stepdaughter. It's going to be the best Christmas ever. Speaking of the creepiest man alive, Larry's at the diner and he sees a newscast. And, of course, the news is covering the fact that nobody can get a Harrison doll. Small town news, man. You get what you can get. And the newscaster just says... The person who bought all the dolls is rich, and Larry knows it's Victor. <laughs> yeah. well, who is Wait rich in this town? Wait a minute. I know I know a rich fella. <laughs> I'm putting it together. <laughs> but everyone in this town is waspy, affluent yeah. so-and-sos. Yeah. Come on, Larry. That's just being prejudiced. So he decides to track him down, and he goes to his box factory on the night of the big Christmas pageant. Christmas tree lighting that the box factory is sponsoring. Yeah, so he's like, he's, uh, and basically he goes to his, Larry pretends to be like a delivery guy, special delivery, here's a Harrison doll. He's like, say it's from that guy, I think his name's like Whittles or something, and he's like, say it's from Wilson, it's called Operation Who's Your Daddy. It has something to do with Operation Who's Your Daddy, and he's got this thing going with this delivery lady, too, or the the secretary, who's like, uh, he says, uh, well, it's totally useless, it makes no sense. He's like, "Uh, can you believe this? On the way in here, a guy confused me for Brad Pitt. Get it? Is anybody you laughing out there in direct to DVD land or what? Am I all alone? 
There was also a scene. Closing <laughs> night. Yes. There was also a scene where he go, he talks to Jeffrey again and meets him to get a bear secretly in like a junkyard. Oh, where he's like dressed like a Sith for oh, no reason. We yes. can't skip this because it's a direct rip from the first movie. Yeah. It's the it's the Jim Belushi taking him to the, the fraudulent toy factory. Yeah. yeah. And where you would have the Belushi cameo, it's just oh. the guy we already hired. You see, he's using a voice modulator from Scream, you know, and I was like, here it comes. Mm-hmm. This is it. Right. Going to pull back that Sith hood, and it's going to be Jim Belushi, and this movie's going to be awesome. Yes. Not the case. Nope. Stupid Jeffrey the toy worker. And he brings out a little person dressed like an elf, of course. You couldn't as hire... As the muscle or whatever. Where's, where's Mickey from Seinfeld? Right. Star up this movie somehow. Yeah, Vern Troyer. You could have even done Vern Troyer. <laughs> we I, you know what? It's directed DVD. We would have accepted it. So, yeah, there's a big sting, and it's a weird, like... I don't understand when this happens in movies because it's kind of the same thing we were talking about with Three Men and a Baby where, like, Larry the Cable Guy and Santino are clearly somehow involved in the operation. Like, they're buying fraudulent goods. And the cop is just like, thanks for your help, Larry. We couldn't have bagged him without you. And you're like, no, he's doing something bad, too. In the process of this, the elf, like, throws Larry... Because Larry's so just oh he's terrible. He gives him the old like pull like pulls his arm and flips him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is important because we have one of the greatest lines in the movie. When I elf flip me, I poop my pants a little. <laughs> I just poop my pants a little bit. So I pooped in my pants. <laughs> take out those bingo cards. Did you have Larry shits his pants? <laughs> Someone it had finally to. happened. Had. It happened. There, I feel like that 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 donkey ride I took <laughs> was was like you're like oh my god is this where he shits his pants? You're right on the precipice of shitting your pants. But then it, it, it didn't happen, and here you get the full shit. You do get the full shit, and even later in the movie, he says, "Oh man, I, I gotta use the bathroom." But so we That's cut when back he's to him going talking in, to yeah. the secretary, and yeah. he's like. All right, there's the package. It's for Operation Who's Your Daddy. Also, you got a bathroom. <laughs> is what you got a bathroom. <laughs> is what he says to this woman, and she's clearly disgusted. She's like, "Please go down there and let me never see you again." You got a toilet in here? For for fun, try that at home. <laughs> try that in your real life. <laughs> see where it gets. You got yeah. a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> So she's disgusted. And then, so, all right, so the dude's coming down the stairs. She's like, hey, there's a package for you. Uh, the delivery guy said it was from Operation Who's Your Daddy? By the way, I want a raise. <laughs> now I have a raise because I know you're involved in some sort of illegal sex cult. Exactly. Larry follows him upstairs, finds the vault with all the, the toy dolls in it. Dun, dun, dun. And yeah. the do- it's like a, it, it's a fucking threes company gag. The, the the door handle breaks and they're locked in together. And I'm like, yep. are they going to remember the first two acts of the movie now? <laughs> hey, remember that time I hated your guts and you hated mine? But no, it just turns out they both have pictures of the girl on their phone. Phone. Well, this is this is where we have to bond. We come together. We realize we want we want the same thing with the best interest of the daughter. We want her to be happy. Right. And you know, it, the, Larry says his grievances with Victor. Yeah. You know, listen, I'm the father here. Like you have to respect that. You know, and then so Victor's like, but Larry, you have to understand. Like you know, I'm married to the mother now, so I have to be able to you know lay the foundation for my relationship with her the hence operation who's your daddy and right. larry's like who's your what yeah that's weird 
What a creepy thing to say, Victor. Because Victor says, like, like, oh, like, Larry, you seem like such a perfect father and stuff. And and Larry's is like, what? Perfect dad? Huh? Wait, 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 wait. wait. response. Let me just soak this in for a second. No one's ever called me perfect at nothing. Only one time. Perfect fuck up. (laughs) Wait, you mean feeding your kid Processed food, four meals out of three, makes you a perfect dad? I guess so. Hey, pretty cool. (laughs) Wow, this is easier than I thought. Hey, cool. Somehow this scene descends into him talk. Another little thing about, like, I don't take handouts. (laughs) I I don't owe any debts. I keep myself to myself. I'm a loner in the woods. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You don't have any debts. You don't take handouts because you live in the forest. (laughs) Illegally, he probably lives in a national park. One day, a forest ranger is going to come by, knock on the shed, and he's going to shoot him in the face. If we didn't all fall asleep to that Ken Burns doc, the the last act of that doc is is not Larry's enchanted forest. Uh, in southern Florida, there is a national park where a fat man lives. Zooming in on a tree very slowly. Oh, in the gentle rain. Zooming out on a rock very slowly, too. <laughs> they used to think that he was the swamp ape, the legendary swamp. <laughs> Turns out he's just a man. Turned out it was just a millionaire, successful stand-up comedian he... living in the swamp. Millionaire? Swamp ape or skunk ape? Skunk what skunk ape? These are these. There's some like Bigfoot legend down in the Panhandle. <laughs> Is he a millionaire? I mean, probably. Yeah, Larry's yeah. probably a millionaire. He's a, Larry's oh, a millionaire. He, he does the prolific oh, thing. Oh no, I he, think. He, easily. He's not a millionaire because he does prolific. I think conversion. that was the cherry. I on guarantee top. you, he's got a castle with a moat. <laughs> I guarantee it. The big Confederate flag. Huh? Well, no, that's the thing. It's not because this whole thing is an act. He's, his right. name is Dan Whitney, yeah. which, by the way, I mentioned this when we were off the air. But at one point where he's playing this homeless man, and I think it's when he's chastising that ex-girlfriend over who broke up with whom. Yeah. Right. And he's like, no, no, Donna, I broke up with you. Don't forget now. At one point during that, his voice, his Larry character breaks and he just starts talking like Dan. And you're like. <laughs> Did anybody else catch that? Like he totally <laughs> Randy why, turned the cameras off. Yeah, why did you not? You know, why did you not fix that? Yeah. It just totally. I know you had to do it at least twelve times. It's Larry the Cable Guy. He's not acing his lines on the first <laughs> day. Come on. We did seventy-eight takes, and that was the best one. <laughs> so we go to the Christmas pageant. They get out. Um, at the Christmas pageant, everyone gets wind that it was Victor Baxter the whole time. Right. Because his agent flips on him right away. Throws yeah. him under the bus on live television. Mm. This guy's finished. Another angry mob. <laughs> <laughs> the second of two angry mobs. In the same movie. day. This town is worked up. Dude, it's a bloodthirsty town, man. Because they're like, oh, no one got any Harrison dolls. We're going to kill that fucker. And it's like, oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. And we're going to chase that troll back to the woods. At one point, Larry does say that he's a troll. <laughs> At the beginning of the yes, movie, he's yes. like, oh, hey, your stepdad lives in a castle. Guess that makes me a troll. <laughs> Come on, donkey. <laughs> Better go eat some hobbits. Gonna live under his bridge. Can I sleep under your bridge, please? I got evicted from under the bridge. <laughs> I had to move the trailer to the woods. So, yeah, Larry's brilliant idea is we'll roll up. Somewhere along the way, Larry will procure a Santa hat. Sure. We drive this, you know, this FedEx van or whatever to the town square. 
Larry has to fend the mob back with torches and pitchforks. <laughs> opens the thing up. There's this guy dressed as Santa Claus. And, and he's this like, guy's thin as a rail. Larry should have been dressed yeah. as Santa How Claus. How do you not let Larry the Cable Guy take point on this operation? <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't the the cover of the DVD him dressed up as Santa? And, it's and we from, never get it? You do get it. It's the... Oh, right, right, the, right. How could I forget that? Yes, the mechanical yes. reindeer scene. But, but... but, but this is it. I, should end on it. Like yeah. I, I'm sorry, everybody. I thought this was a Larry the Cable Guy movie, <laughs> a Larry the Cable Guy Christmas movie, which means the the final thing should be him dressed as Santa Claus. No, no, no. Yeah. It's a Victor the Pervert movie. <laughs> <laughs> Always direct a DVD. Victor the Pervert does not have much theatrical appeal. So they're like, no, no, no. He's a he's a good man. He's uh, giving all these Harrison Bear dolls to you right now. And it's like, what about all the people that didn't go to the the tree lighting yes, ceremony? Exactly. Yeah, screwed. All the people, yeah, exactly. All the people that, yeah, that got screwed. Yeah, there's no way that everyone is attending this thing, unless it was a thing where people on the like were watching TV, like, oh, that son of a bitch bear buyer is going to be down there. Let's go cut his throat. They <laughs> <laughs> got my noose. But how does this even make sense to you? Like, like, oh. Oh, I guess he bought all those bears to be a good guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? And he held it off for Christmas Eve and for some reason. Didn't tell anybody. Not a soul. That, yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. Oh, you know what I'd rather weird. do is wa- have my kid watch me get this doll for free on television as opposed to like giving to them as a surprise on Christmas morning. Yeah, Thanks exactly. so much, Victor. Like you're you're literally giving my child something that fell off the back of a truck <laughs> on Christmas. Like that is what's happening right I think now. They... I have to have the Santa doesn't exist discussion <laughs> on Christmas day. Exactly. Who was that thin as a rail guy that's giving out <laughs> Christmas presents to my child? Why was Victor the pervert Santa Claus? <laughs> It'd be great if this whole thing just didn't work and we cut to like a noose being tossed over a branch. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he goes up like Stalin, man. Victor, run. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> and then we get Run Run Rudolph with some electric guitar. Oh, yeah. And he's electric running. slide guitar. <laughs> he's running it like freeze frames on him and the crowd chasing him. And then Larry says like, well, too bad your new dad got beaten to death. <laughs> Good thing, good thing he left you all there's money. <laughs> yeah. And that's how our family was reunited. Uh, it's Larry the Cable Guy in the pool. Yeah. Mele Kalikimaka kicks back mm. in. Oh, yeah. Hey, Trish, I'm now living in the East Wing. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't slept together in years. <laughs> Grandma Got Run Over by the Reindeer is the most white trash Christmas song, right? Mm, one of them. Yeah, yeah it's up there. I mean, I'm pretty sure Stevie Ray Vaughan has a Christmas right. also, song. Also, Silent Night? <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry. I, I mean, that not. is a real... Like, well, well, she shouldn't have been out there in the first place, <laughs> stupid grandma. Oh, she got run over, done by a reindeer. Oh, nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, who could you blame, you know? <laughs> Except for me and Grandpa, we believe. <laughs> Don't tell anyone it was the Buick. It was a reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Looks like Santa Claus killed her. <laughs> Although I do call my truck Prancer. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. Now it's Christmas Day. They're all in Larry's trailer having Christmas morning. Oh, no. I got, I got arrested for genocide. <laughs> We, we get we get these 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 dumb moments of of Larry being like to Victor like I think I think my daughter loves you I, <laughs> I think we're gonna be an okay family 
We're gonna we're gonna pull through. It's gonna be great. So what they do though, and this makes no sense, is they're like, "All right, little girl, here's the present you wanted all year," and she's like, "Yay!" and opens it up, and it's a Harrison Bear doll, which four hundred other kids just got last night. Like, why didn't you just give it to her at last thing. night? Yes. Why are you like? No shit, she's disappointed. It's what everyone was playing with. Like, you're already done with it. She's she saw that you owned 10,000 of them. Yeah, well, real special gift. And they're like, oh, you didn't want that? She's like, no, I wanted everyone to be together, which is great, because we are. But why are we ending the movie? So, all right, we're going to have a big family Christmas. We're all going to get together. All right, we got two choices. Well, we could go to my mansion and have it there and have our personal cooks cook something up for us. Right. Have some really nice top shelf liquor. You know what I mean? Really, yeah. Really watch, get her done. Yeah, watch watch It's a Wonderful Life on an 82-inch plasma. Really enjoy. <laughs> or we can go to Larry's fucking shack in the woods. And eat dry stovetop stuffing. <laughs> of course he dry. burns the turkey. Why would you go to this homeless man's house? Like, hey, man, you know what? Why don't you come over to my house? You can stay there for a couple of days even. Get oh, back on your feet. Exactly. Offer him an extended stay. Not open-ended. Sure. But a nice, like, you know what? You're here through the new I, year. I don't know. He's keeping quiet on Operation Who's Your Daddy. Yeah. I think you give that guy a room. <laughs> Just this is... Thank you very much, Larry. You can have, again, the East Wing is here's yours. A, here's a key to the back door. It's the security code. It's, you can come and go as you please. It's supposed to be a coat closet, but we can fit a mattress in there. You just see him looking up like he gets the keys as the Christmas present. And he looks up and he's like teary-eyed and his jaws shake. And he's just like, hey, cool. <laughs> hey, you mean it won't be so cold in there, I bet. <laughs> we also, towards the end of this movie, we also get a nice special effects shot. Like a beautiful mining of this daughter's letter. Oh my god! That it's just like that's the stupidest. Oh, it's thing all that. moving now that I can think in my head. The, <laughs> the letters are moving around to be. Oh, you wanted your family together as one. Oh, reading makes the letters dance. <laughs> that Lavar Burton <laughs> just taught me how to look at this paper, and now I can. I, you know, I it didn't make a lick of sense before. Now it makes two cents. <laughs> Yeah, you see Words. the animated letters just dancing to make what it actually says. That's so stupid. He didn't want a Harrison at all. <laughs> this was all for nothing. Bummer. <laughs> and My- that's the end of the movie. Yeah. I was going to say it's $500 and his dignity, but I mean, he's, he's, I'm sure that's long gone. You know what, Eric? He was beaten by the best. <laughs> Oh, man, it sucks I got my testicle ruptured for nothing. Uh, Victor, uh, you want to cover this? <laughs> cover my <laughs> testicle surgery, please? I don't get no Obamacare on purpose. <laughs> I refuse to enroll even though that, that program benefits me the most. No, because those painkillers are what made those fucking letters come together for oh, I see. That's what it is. Oh, I'm really tripping out on this stuff. <laughs> uh, my skin feels like water. And then the credits hit, and it's directed by Alex Zam, and there's not a lick of Sinbad to be found. No, and I'm no. heartbroken. I am not happy. It was a letdown. It's, I'll say it. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say I'll, it. Yeah. Now, this is what I said earlier in the evening, and Chris kind of gave me a dirty look, but I am of the opinion, as stupid as this movie is, there are worse Christmas movies you could show your kids. Well, well here's the thing, and this is one thing I will give this movie, is that you could have, t- like, because Victor is a pervert, 
you could have made him much more evil and like despicable. Listen, the fact that you're he's not that, a he, he's a pervert if you watch the movie right, you know. <laughs> if but, you watch but, the movie like we here at We Hate Movies, watch if we the actually movie. if you actually pay attention to what's going on, yes, he is a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll grant you that, but it's not like totally down your throat, so people will but, be like, he's not. He's but, not Dylan Baker in the car in the parking lot of right. the convenience store looking at Tiger it, Beat magazine. Exactly, that's implied. <laughs> it's just implied we don't see it but i will say that i do think it's kind of surprising that you don't just make the stepdad a villain yeah and that you were trying to tell people yes it's okay to you know let go like when yes. you, when there is a remarried spouse yeah it's okay to let go and share the responsibility and share the love that's quote, yes unquote. that's the point that i'm getting at yeah. like the yeah. guy's not villainized he's not getting shot in the butt like nothing <laughs> happens to this guy which by movie law is obnoxious but by kid friendly f- christmas movie like not so much so they worse? stay divorced right like that's the other big yeah, thing we true. always have a problem with you know santa doesn't magically raise anybody from the dead raise any marriages hey right? santa just uh married me and your mother again <laughs> sorry victor santa's law santa shows up takes out a bible <laughs> as... aren't you as confused as uh, i am this doesn't match up at all <laughs> Hey, Shannon, you got the last five years of my life in that bag? <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> could take a couple mistakes back. You know what, Larry? I'd suggest you start eating better. <laughs> Santa can see the future, you know. <laughs> That'd be great if it's like the end of Angels in the Outfield and Santa's like talking. Like the little girl's the only one who can see Santa Claus. And yeah. it's like, your new dad, Victor, and your mother will be happy for years. Oh, but your poor father, Larry, he ate too many Twinkies, and it's too late to turn back the clock. Oh, he has to come with me to the cornfield. <laughs> so is there a wor- like, is there worse Christmas movies that you One can Magic think of? Christmas is a worse Christmas movie than this. Sure, yeah. It absolutely is. It, it's, it's, it's more depressing, and it's more realistically bleak. And I mean... <laughs> Pick any of the like Neil Patrick Harris before how how I met your mother, any of those Christmas specials. Oh yeah, like, Starship Troopers. Ha- well, I mean, <laughs> I'm oh, kidding, I'm kidding. My lord, don't I know, speak I know, I know, I know. You love sp- it. Starship Troopers. He made a bunch of Christmas specials. There were a couple of them. Uh, and, like they were all like ABC Family, and they're all like just kind of quasi Christian. And but that well, brings us well, back to like the start of the conversation. Well, yeah, all the. I, I don't know. Some of those movies are better than this one. A lot of them have to do with people that are too busy for Christmas. And then they <laughs> learn through the course of it that right. they aren't too busy for hey, Christmas. Snap out of it. <laughs> well, you always you got like I'm sure there's ones like Melissa Joan Hart stars in Aren't You Surprised I Grew Up to Think Like This? <laughs> yes. So would anybody recommend this movie? Christmas yeah. in July. <laughs> An American Carol. <laughs> Do I take that as a no? Is that's that a, that's a yeah, that's a, a negatory. I would prefer the the original film, Jingle All the Way. It's a given. It's a better. It's a better. It's a better movie. No, it's and why even bother? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Listen to our episode on it too, because we covered that one. That's right. We did last year. But why bother? Why? Why? Why did we go back to this? Why? Like this concept's been. It's been almost twenty years since we made that last one. And like Black Friday is still a thing, obviously, but it's not what this movie is trying to get at. I mean, this movie it could have been that. Yes, it, it would have been an interesting angle. It would have been something different. Because in '95 well, we didn't quite have the disgustingness that Black Friday yeah. is now. 
So it would be interesting then to make your movie and have it be Black Friday madness. But and also like and I, I absolutely no for me. Uh, but <laughs> like Two Fairy Two, more happens. Yeah, yeah. like in, in the movie itself, more happens. It's a better movie. It's like it, yes. it, it really is. There's more going on scene for scene than there is. There's just nothing going on in this movie. Other than him acting like an asshole. There's way too many scenes of him just going back to the, the same toy store and being yeah. like, you got any more? <laughs> nope. All right. Check back tomorrow. Talk to you later. <laughs> when Jeffrey at the toy store is your like second most memorable character, yeah, yeah that that's sucks. a problem. Oh, that is Jingle All the Way 2 from this year, directed by Alex Zim. If you want to get a hold of us, check out the website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at WHM Podcast. Right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Clue for next week's episode John Leguizamo. Oh, gross. So that concludes the fourth anniversary episode of We Hate Movies. I want a little announcement here. Um, yeah, all just right. going to say this. Just going just to say this. More information forthcoming, but hey, Boston, March 21st, Saturday, keep it open. Just keep it open. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Just keep it open. Keep it open. Mm. Think about it over the holidays. Keep it open. The weekend after St. Patrick's Day, you really have no excuse. Yeah, you know, just keep (laughs) Keep it open. open. (laughs) You know, I'm not saying anything other than that. Just keep it open. I'm not saying hangovers should have lifted by then. A little bit. Keep it open. So until next week, with John Leguizamo, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Keep it open.